Welcome to Nerdy Thursday. The world was big and cruel, and cold and gray and sad. But Nerdy Thursday came up and made everybody glad. Because after that they had a whole lot more stuff to do with their minds. And they left the gray old square world behind. Nerdy Thursday, you're the man, I hope you'll be my friend. Here comes Sean and Mitch, here comes Sean and Mitch, right down Nerdy Thursday way. We've got the beers and we've got the games for this first December Thursday. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that did work. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Nerdy Thursday. We're you two hosts, Sean and Mitch, we're just a couple of guys who like beers, games, and nerd culture in general. My name is Sean, and my favorite kind of pizza is sausage and jalapeno. Now, if I was going to get a pizza from Pizza Hut, though, when I was going to build it, it would be sausage, jalapenos, it would be that Asiago crust, and a buffalo drizzle. With me, as always, is my partner in crime, my one true pairing, OTP. Did you lose it? All right. And his name is Mitch. What's up, Mitch? Dude, I had a fantastic day today. It was perfect. Why's that? What um, happened? Well, I set my alarm for really early to start trying to go back to the gym. Uh, and how'd that work out? Did you go? I went yesterday, but <laughs> <laughs> but Failed this morning today? I snoozed. I hit the snooze button for probably an hour and a half straight. That's obnoxious. And it is the most obnoxious waking up every nine minutes. Do you just have one alarm, or are you like It's me? one alarm, or I just snooze. Oh, dude, I have alarm set every 10 minutes well i did on my iphone because it goes off every nine minutes so it would get to the point where i snooze enough that there was an alarm going off like every 15 seconds yeah that's terrible yeah it was awful it got my ass out of bed though i'm sure it did but then after that i went down to work i did my liquor order and then i went to go see my mom and okay. i took a small loan out from my mom okay and i went up there to pay her back so i give her her money and my mom is not a big christmas person no kidding. So I give her her money. Yeah. And uh, 30 seconds later, she goes, oh, hey, here's your Christmas card. And gives <laughs> me my Christmas card, which has money in it. And I Please look, tell me it was the same exact amount that you just gave her. No, it was half. She gave me <laughs> half back for Christmas. <laughs> and I was like, did you just throw some of those 20s in here? And she was like, yes, I did. And I was That's like, incredible. You can just said keep it. I'm glad you're keeping up this illusion. <laughs> She's like, oh, well, Mitchell's done. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is perfect. Oh, my God. That reminds me. I saw your sister the other day. Where? At my work. Nice. She came in with her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize she was seeing the guy that she's seeing. He's actually a really nice guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, L-Dog. That's we... what I call him. No, I don't think you do. No, I don't. Is that, is that what you mouth. call out when this order's ready? Probably. I mean, I do the same thing. Like, somebody walk in today, I'm like, what's up, homies? It was like two 70-year-old women. It was great. I'm sure they really appreciated that. They probably did. Made them feel young. Made them feel like a bunch of hoochies. They probably are still hoochies. Mm, no, you didn't see these ladies. You can't judge a book by its cover. That's true. What's your favorite type of uh, pizza? Anchovy. You're a liar. There's a 0% chance that's true. Why? Because that's disgusting. Nobody says that. Dude, I like salty little fish. You like salty little somethings in your mouth, but I doubt it's fish. That's inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what have we ever worried about that? Never. Ever. I, I think this is this the first time that we're actually 
staying true to what we said? So far, this month, yes. Uh, are you as surprised as I was that that Drinking Quest podcast came out as good as it did? Yeah, I was really surprised. Yeah. yeah. When I was going through, when I was listening through it, I was like, this is just going to be garbage. We did not prep well. We did not talk about it. We didn't think we... And then I was listening to it and I was like, that flowed. I'm not going to lie. I almost edited GusCast instead and put that out last week. But then I remembered at some point we mentioned putting it out at the beginning of January. Then I didn't want to cut that out. And so I got into it. And I'm like, wow, this is actually pretty good. But somewhere in that episode we maybe i don't remember if i left it in or not but i think we announced the schedule for this month yeah but let's not keep saying it just in case dude i honestly don't remember like going one week in a row is pretty good this is this is our love letter to you guys this is us getting into into holiday spirit you know we don't want to start december off by lying to you guys it's true well i don't mitch doesn't care that's also true (laughs) So that means we're going to be covering Home Alone. Right off the bat, trivia question. Okay. Give me one of the numbers that Buzz says while she's counting the kids. B. That is not a number. That is a completely different scene. Oh, when he's counting the kids? Yeah, when they're counting the kids in front of the vans. Son of a bitch. Well, he's not the one. Oh, uh, 13. Wrong. Wrong. Bull crap. Wrong. 33. Wrong. There's one in the 30s. No. Really? Yeah. Then I don't know. 11, 92, 12. I'm playing those in the lotto tomorrow. Well, 92 is not available in any lotto system, so if you play 11, 9, 2, and 12 and you win, they're cut me in. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. All right. Well, how do you want to start this one off? By being shocked that Macaulay Culkin's little brother is Fuller. In real life? Mm-hmm. He has a little brother that's four years old? I don't think that kid was four. But... What are you talking about? Fuller. The kid oh. with the glasses. Oh. Is Macaulay I... Culkin's little brother. <laughs> like, in real life, that's his little brother? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. That's the one that wets the bed if he has anything to drink, right? Yeah, and then gives him that super creepy look after he takes the sip of Pepsi at the table. <laughs> he's, he's like, you know I'm going to piss the bed tonight. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> I love that look. What is that, his cousin? Yeah. I also love the faces in this movie that the kids make is what makes me so excited for this movie every year. Yeah. Like when Macaulay Culkin comes running out, he's like, the cars are still here. They didn't go to the airport. He was pretty good. This is pretty good. Do you watch this every year? Probably. I'm going to say that safely. So I'll watch for all, it at least once. So for all you noobs out there in listener land, uh, Home Alone, because you know what? We might have a younger base. They might not even know what this is about. Home Alone is about a kid who annoys his family to the point where he gets sent to his room for the rest of the night, and he tells his mom that he wishes that they would all disappear and that he wishes he didn't have a family. Who are you telling lies? You never see Kevin McAllister's room. Oh, yeah, he gets sent to the attic. The third floor? The f- yeah, the third <laughs> floor. Where Fuller was supposed to go up and sleep with him. He was upstairs, you dummy. <laughs> no, he gets... No, she switches his room. I know, but oh, okay. she tells him to go up to the third floor. Oh. <laughs> she's like, go upstairs. And he's like, I am upstairs, dummy. 
<laughs> that kid is such a piece of shit in the beginning of this movie. He is very sassy. He is. Oh my god, he's beyond sassy. I forgot how sassy this kid is until like you're watching it with a critical eye. You're like you motherfucker, I would smack this, you. Yeah, so this hard. is the kid that gets beat in the family. <laughs> so he annoys everyone in his family to the point where he gets sent to the third floor for the night, and they're leaving for a trip the next day. He tells them he wishes that he didn't have a family. And he wakes up the next morning. They forgot about him. They left. And guess what? Kevin McAllister is home alone. Is that what they call that? It is. It is. <laughs> Woo! But they end up halfway through the flight. The mom re- realizes that Kevin's not on the flight. Now, let me ask you. How the hell... Does she just... Does it click? Yeah, it just clicks. No. They're in first class. The kids are in coach. There's no... She never way. got up to look... Not, exactly. It's just she sits straight up. Kevin! Yeah. And this actually is going into one of the smallest details of the movie that I absolutely appreciate. What's that? So the night they're about to leave, they order the pizza, and they're all eating pizza, and he pushes Buzz, and they spill a glass of milk. He pushes Buzz because Buzz ate all of his cheese pizza. Yeah. So yeah. there's milk everywhere. They pick up the passports. They're scooping up the milk. The dad grabs like a wad of wet napkins to throw them away and you can see a ticket in there yeah. and it actually says Kevin across the top. Yeah. And I, that was the, the, watching it now was the first time I ever noticed that. I've never noticed that before either but when I watched it last night I was like, holy shit. I mean, I saw the ticket but I never saw Kevin on top. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. So, they realize halfway through the flight over there that Kevin's left at home. Kevin wakes up and like you just said, he goes outside and he's like, the cars are still here. I made my family disappear. With the yeah. eyebrow raise? Yeah, yeah, raises his eyebrows. And you know what? Little kid, eight years old, home alone. He just starts mowing down all the junk food he can. Jumping on the bed. Oh, I loved every Jumping on the bed, watching these scuzzy movies. I love when he's just running around like yeah. crazy, just screaming with his arms up. I was like, I still do that when I wake up sometimes. Dude, he Everything. looked like... He looked like an inflatable arm flailing tube, <laughs> Like the... <laughs> nice. The um, first night I was in this new apartment, I did that. Like, everybody left. My dad and Drew left, and I was just like, I know what it's time to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And the best part is, is I live on the second floor, and I have an upstairs. Yeah. So if you had gotten here a little bit earlier, or a little bit later, and I was ready, I was going to be like, we're recording upstairs. Oh. And I was hoping to, like, record, you'd be like, the third floor? <laughs> Oh, that would have been amazing. Oh, that would have been so good. So, oh, and as I'm just as I'm going through the plot of this movie and I'm rethinking what I watched last night, the more I realize how brilliant this movie is. Like the little things that you definitely don't notice when you're a kid that really hit home as an adult watching this again because you see it like through, what you see it through completely different eyes i'm actually gonna we can wrap around to that in, okay. in a minute like i just want to cover what happens real quick so they land in paris because that's where the family was going in the meantime there's these two robbers who are looking to rob the place they they camped out the street they figured out everyone's schedule and so they go through like this series of trying to break in Kevin realizes, and he sets up these more and more elaborate ruses to make it seem like there's more people home than there is, uh, to scare them away, until it culminates in Kevin's mom kind of making her way back at the same time as the burglars finally, like, staging their assault 
on the house. Mm -hmm. Dude, I'm making this sound way more sinister than it is. Yeah, but you're also leaving all the blanks that I want you to for the I stuff am. I want to talk about. I <laughs> am. Like, I'm doing it for myself, too. This is awesome. <laughs> so like, I'm getting more and more excited to talk about it <laughs> as you talk. And so, basically, it ends in the robbers getting caught, uh, getting laid out by a someone who I can't wait to talk about, mm -hmm. and him being reunited with his mom on Christmas morning. And that's kind of roll the credits. There but we go. What I, the first thing I noticed, I it never hit home. Uh, How much pizza costs? You know what? As I was watching it last night, I'm like, man, I can get 10, 10 large pizzas for way cheaper than $112. Right? Domino's is only 70 now. Yeah. And you can get like three large pizzas for like 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the deals. Yeah. And that's like four topping pizzas, not this cheese-only bullcrap that Kevin McAllister eats. <laughs> but I never noticed the beginning scene where everyone's running running around uh, it's not Danny DeVito. What's his name? Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci is dressed up in a cop uniform trying to get the details on what's going on. Did you not notice this? Uh, no, I noticed that when I was a little kid. I okay. Just, well, I noticed moron, that, but, I guess. It, but it didn't, it didn't hit home. Like, man, robbers really do that. Like, oh yeah, that takes some crazy That's balls. Cool. He yeah. just dresses up in a cop's uniform and he just stands there. Until he gets all the information he needs. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, that was fucking brilliant. That's yeah. scary as hell. Well, that's like, I was just watching a video on, like, you know, you th go through Facebook and then there's little videos that pop up and they already start going. This motherfucker was standing, like, as a UPS guy. Yeah. And just walked into a house. And then, like, these three other dudes came chasing out behind him with guns to, like, get him out of the house. And I was like, that guy is brilliant. <laughs> Wrong house, but good plan. <laughs> know what else I noticed about this when I was watching it that actually bothered me? I can only imagine. The fact that we're supposed to feel bad for this kid. Alright, maybe this is me speaking as someone who Are we supposed to be feeling bad for rich. Kevin? <laughs> but this family is fucking loaded. Yes, They're they living are. in like a 7,000 square foot house. Right side out of Chicago. Yeah, right outside of Chicago. This is like a rich family and a small mansion. Yeah. And this kid gets left out, left home alone. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, motherfucker. Right? <laughs> I do not feel bad for him at all. <laughs> That's what I was right. thinking last night as I, as I was watching this movie. <laughs> like, saying. if you could put him in, like, a 2,000-square-foot house, it's a little bit yeah. more relatable. Right? <laughs> With, like, not six kids, but four, but if they're struggling, yeah. you'd be like, ugh. Yeah. You feel like you feel like the same way he did. Like, like I I would love it if those ten pizzas came in and the parents had this worried look on their faces when they heard one twelve. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> $120, 12250 got it. Yeah. And then the kid even goes, Nice tip. <laughs> exactly. They're walking around, like everyone in that family in this movie is walking around as if like Oh yeah, next person's got 120 bucks. Like I almost expected, like one of the kids to just yep. give him like a thousand dollar bill. You basically, know? just don't want to be the last person that goes across. Exactly, it was no big deal, <laughs> and that actually ties around to like later in the movie when she's trying to get a ticket back, and she's like, "Well, they can offering... get a ticket back. It's just that oh, okay, uh, trying Cause... to trade with yeah. the old people, and she's offering a, a voice translator, five hundred dollars earrings." 
does the ring. This, does this look like it's a Rolex watch? A ring? <laughs> and it's yeah, just like, the earrings. Motherfucker, you're carrying around like $3,000 on here. But right here now. is the th- thing I'm glad you just brought up. If we're going to skip way into this movie, and you brought up those old people. Yeah. Did you recognize either of them? Uh, no. I did not. You what know, a loser. We just talked about this movie for Thanksgiving. They're in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? The I old also, man is. But I also only saw Planes, Trains, and Automobiles that one time. True. So I don't have nearly the amount of knowledge that you do. Yeah. But when um, they're in the airplane on Planes, Trains, and Automobiles and that old man is coughing next to him, it's him. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. And then the lady is in Ernest Saves Christmas. Can we watch that soon? I already watched it this year. I know I'm you watched good. it. I know you watched it like a week ago, <laughs> and I saw I saw it post up. Actually, you know what I'm upset that we didn't watch? Ernest Scared Stupid. Mm-hmm. That movie's incredible. But all of the Ernest movies are great. Ernest P. Roll was like my hero growing up. Well then, just hang out with my dad more often. He'll even do the E once in a while. Did he text you last night? Um, Only after I texted him. <laughs> and I texted, texted him today, too, and I was like... Well, tell somebody before you're going to get Gussie, and then we'll exactly. we'll be ready to record. He texted me last night out of nowhere. He's like, you just missed the most Gussie thing ever. You're a loss. I'm like, what? Dot, dot, dot. Like, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? It's like, a, it's 1030 at night. I screenshotted it, sent it to you. <laughs> what the hell? It's like the message I sent to you. Uh, I think I sent it to, no, yeah, I sent it today, but it was the one last night. I, I think he really just needs to embrace this this gust thing and just ride it like a bull, like full strength, you know? This is the exact conversation we had when he texted me. Yeah. Are you working on Saturday? And this is at 9, 9.07. This is what he texted you? Yeah, he's like, are you working Saturday? So I just said, yes. This was his response to my yes. Fuck shit balls. Would have been fun. And that was at 9.09. So, it took him like a minute, but he's a slow typer, so. He didn't even text me back. <laughs> and then, at he 909. T- he texted me trash talk <laughs> and nine, nothing else. At 909, I wrote, what would have? <laughs> Q to 1 p.m. today. <laughs> I wrote, good talk. Which you do after like 10 minutes of me not responding. <laughs> and I'm so, I'm glad you have a longer leash with your dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that was with Gus. <laughs> So I wrote, we're recording tonight. And he's like, should've last night. <laughs> should've would've cut him. Is he on his way? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up. <laughs> he knows there's beer if we're recording. That's funny. Oh, that's so funny. He is a hoot. Right, well, but if we're gonna talk about family right now, yeah. this leads into one of my questions. Okay. And we've talking about him all running around the house. Yeah. Um Usually, it used to be Christmas Eve, but now Christmas Day, Kenny has that big Christmas party with everybody in the house. Yeah, it kind of depends on what day of the week Christmas falls on. Yeah, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, yep, yep. Which family member reminds you of one of your family members? Oh, fucking Fuller. Reminds me of Shane all day. (laughs) All day. Nice. <laughs> Sweet. Um, is there anyone in the movie that you imagine dates high schoolers? 
We can cut that out. We better. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm going to leave in. Is there anybody that? And then blank. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> That's great. Oh, That's awesome. All right, man. So you said you're super, you were super excited that I was like skirting the issue, like uh, a bunch of the scenes and stuff that you were excited to talk about. It, was any of them about the next door neighbor, the old man next door? Old man Marley? Yeah. No. Dude, he's the unsung hero of this movie. <laughs> oh, of course he that is. That guy, dude, I almost teared up at the end of that movie. <laughs> when he comes in and, or. No, when he, like when he reunites when he... with his family. <laughs> And he's waving to Kevin in the window. Right? A little bit. A little bit. Dude, that pulled my heartstrings <laughs> like a motherfucker. This whole movie, everyone's scared of old man Marley Well, especially because you have Buzz doing what the oldest brother of the family does. Scared just telling kid. shit stories yeah. that was going to scare any little kid. Murdered his family <laughs> with a metal snow shovel. Which is funny, because that comes around and he smashes the shit out of the robbers in the face mm -hmm. with that snow shovel. Like, oh, yeah. he basically, any normal person, he just murdered them with I, that snow I shovel. It. I loved every second of that guy. <laughs> but he is, like, the unsung hero of this Well, movie. the best part is, is, like, when, like, um, it says, like, in the trivia and all the stuff you hear about the movie, that Joe Pesci avoided Macaulay Culkin on set to seem mean. Yeah. I, I like that. to think that Old Man Marley did the same thing, because the first shot that they ever did for the movie was when he's in there trying to buy a toothbrush, uh, and he comes in and slams his hand down and just gives him that look. Yeah. And you're like, that is a terrifying old man. Dude, did you realize, like, when his hand was bandaged up, it was, like, caught on the bottom and the top. It's like this motherfucker, like, had a spike go through his hand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what kind of crazy shit that guy's doing, but... That's some intensive shoveling. Yeah. He's putting up Christmas lights with a, uh, a, nail a nail gun, so it was like Chevy Chase <laughs> in a Christmas Vacation, except he actually hit his hand, not just the glove, oh, or the shirt. Dude. <laughs> dude, 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 dude. That's what I like to think. Is there anybody in this movie that uh, reminds you of somebody in your family? Oh, God. Um, if it was going to be anybody, it would be the redheaded kid from Pete and Pete. This. Yes, dude. Okay, I never put together it was Pete and Pete, the kid from Pete and Pete, until last night. And I was watching. I was like, "Wait a minute, I know you." Yeah, that's great. But since he's like not Danny Tamborelli, the other one. Yeah. Can I also like you say the redheaded kid? How was I was honestly surprised, earmuffs listeners, that there was like not different nationalities in this family. Uh, okay, I guess you didn't need yeah. earmuffs. I thought I was gonna say something way worse. But there wasn't, like, nationalities in this family because there's 0% chance that genetically all of those possibilities came from those two people. Why? Because they hit basically everything to make everyone, like, there's a kid of every type. The only issue that you have is Kevin and the redhead. And that's not even an issue because redhead is a mutated blonde gene. Still was recessive. That's two that's recessive true. genes that that's you need true. double recessives for. But that's like, I don't know, whatever. Maybe my argument is stupid as fuck. anywhere near a, uh, you know, gene person, though. Yeah. What's a gene profession? Genetics. Taylor? <laughs> wow, I should have laughed at that. I love saying stupid <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs>
right. Uh, where do you go from here? Um, what do you think? I th- honestly feel like I could take every scene in this movie and like break and it just down. Talk about it forever. You know what else I liked loved about this movie and made it what this movie made me nostalgia for? Nostalgic for? Nope. Being eight years old and being able to just walk around in the streets and not get murdered or have somebody worry about me being murdered or have someone being like, uh, I gotta call the police because this kid's out by himself. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. You know, like, it's weird. Like, we live in a weird world right now where, like, if somebody sees a kid, like, the parents get in trouble. Do you know that? Yeah. So here's That's the fun crazy. thing, though, but since you said that, I used to walk home from Kittredge. Yeah. Which wasn't far. I took... We used to ride our bikes down to Kittredge. That yeah. was like a mile and a half away, and this is when we we're eight or nine years old. Yeah. So you'd leave, I'd go across the street, past the park, through like a residential neighborhood, towards the golf course, Yeah. and then like down another side road right into the yard i love how we make this sound like we grew up in this gigantic city that's why i did it like that (laughs) but this is a small town with one traffic light and somehow a golf course yeah and um like i would walk that every day yeah every day i'd walk it and then i was driving around on the way home today yeah to like tie that in and i saw some kids walk and i was like what the fuck are they doing <laughs> <laughs> dude we live in such a different world it's than ridiculous when we were kids but you want to grab me one no nope. uh, thank you but it makes me feel it, it was really weird like there was this scene where he goes to santa's house i like again this is just a part of chicago where like everybody's got million dollar houses and uh, there's Santa has his own house, and he goes up, and he's just like he wanders up to this elf that's leaving the, the Santa's house. House, there's like, hey, is Santa there? She's closing up shop. It's clearly like seven or eight o'clock at night. It's pitch black out, and she goes, nope, Santa's just getting in his car. Go talk to him. Can we talk Some about those mother- two characters too? <laughs> yes, please. I really want to because Santa's <laughs> just like this seriously down on his luck guy who's got a shit box of a car oh yeah he's his beard's riding down on his face he's got a party to go to and this little kid comes up to and like kevin McAllister drops this heart bomb on this guy like if you guys don't know what a heart bomb is it's like if i say something that's super sweet and it makes you go oh okay i want to change my life like that's what happened to the santa claus when Kevin McAllister came and changed his fucking world. Yeah, like, I wish my family was gone, but it was a really bad thing to do. Can I have my family back? <laughs> and this guy's like, oh my god. Like, this that kid. guy didn't call the cops either? Like, no. You did... just said something too, like, I don't we... know if we were recording or not when you we were like... Were... So I came over, and uh, so when I came over, you were watching it again to, like, refresh yourself, because I guess you watched it a couple days ago, and we're at the scene where this douchebag of a pizza delivery guy shows up, and um, it's the scene where he's playing, uh, what is it, Filthy Angels in Paradise or whatever, the one where he's like, keep the change, you filthy animal. Super wrong by the name, but... Yeah, it's, it's Filthy Angels something. No. What is it? I can't tell you because it's part of a trivia question I'm going to ask Damn you. Damn it. I had that written down in my phone for <laughs> but... a question for you. But anyways, like, he sets up this movie where it's like this gangster flip flick and makes the pizza delivery guy go to the back, leave it on the doorstep, and he's playing this film, 
and he threatens to shoot this guy. And he unleashes this Tommy gun. And this pizza delivery guy's tripping on his face, running into his car. That should have been end of movie. That motherfucker should have contacted the police. <laughs> there should have been a swarm of policemen that showed up and, like, busted down the doors, got this kid into custody, and contacted his parents. And then, like, my parents are gone. They're missing. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, and I think by this point, his mom had called... They the call the cops, PD. I hate that scene. So they, do I. When they cut to the one guy who's in family crisis, he asks all these questions, and yeah. they go back to the police. They make it seem like a big deal. I guarantee you, you can call almost any police department and My. ask for a well-being check, and they will go check within yep. 25 minutes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that made me so mad. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's just, I think that's a testament to our day and age now. Like... I, maybe maybe not like 1990 when this movie came out. Maybe that not, might not have happened. Like, oh, your kid's home alone. All right, how old is he? Eight? Oh, he, fuck it, he's good, you know? He's got microwave dinners. Dude, kids now are stupid, you know? I go to college. I know how stupid some of those people are. All right, this actually makes me think of another thing that I'll say real quick and you can go back to Santa. But Oh, yeah. How do we get here? Like, kids nowadays are stupid. You know what I appreciated about this movie? Parents are... The family's gone for a day, and this kid went from the annoying little kid to, like, this kid is street as fuck by the end of this I movie. mom do laundry three times. I can do that. Motherfucker can do laundry. He goes shopping. He holds a casual conversation with the cash register lady, which made me think in an alternate universe, she may have slept with him. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna reply to it. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm not opening that can of worms. All right. Anyways, I mean, yeah, no, I'm not. But anyways, and then he's just wandering the streets at night. He gets into like an altercation with burglars. He sets up like the most crazy fucking traps ever. This kid went hard as a motherfucker in like two days. Yeah, but you're still skipping the whole point where. He sits down with old man Marley and they have that conversation that breaks open, reuniting with the, yeah. the talking back to his family and stuff and the heartstrings at the end. When he's like, I was scared of our furnace. I went downstairs and told the furnace to shut up Yeah, get my laundry. Yeah. You, I don't, actually, you don't know unless you ask. <laughs> I, I actually want to, we can, let's go back to that at the end of this. Okay. Because I want to leave this on like a, a heart bomb, you know? Uh, sure. If I want to rat back to something from two minutes ago that I coined, like Shakespeare. We'll see how that works out. Alright. What did you want to talk about with the elf and Santa Claus? Um, the elf. Super cute in this movie. Yes, you she is. You go to her IMDB page. Is she a trash elf? No. Her picture must have been taken like four years later and she's a fucking smoke show. Oh I didn't even God. see what else she was in. I just looked at the picture and was like, I'm going to move on. But... I absolutely Keep love Keep talking because I am IMDBing the shit out of her. I Do you love, remember her name? No. Okay. I love the uh, guy who plays Santa because he's in the movie Under Wraps on Disney Channel, the Disney Channel original movie. Is that the one where it's With the, the money and it goes, all by myself. Yeah, that's the one. Don't wanna be. I also love his character in The Ladies Man when he plays Hal. I've never seen The Ladies Man. Oh, it's one of Saturday Night Live's best. Okay. That's I what I was thinking. I thought Night it was going to be like, 
like I know who you're referring to. It's um, that black guy, right? Yeah, Tim Meadows. Yeah, Tim Meadows. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I yeah, think that but he like he talks about how his wife cheated on him with the ladies' man, yeah. and just the way he does it is so awesome. And then they all have these like these big songs that they sing, and he like tries to break out in another one, and nobody else is doing it. I just I love that guy. To see nice. all these people like in the movie, like the per- lady who was in Ernest Saves Christmas, the old guy from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and like it's like small cameos. Yeah, like the, only like if you watch a lot of these styles of movies, you're just like, oh, it's that person. The you cop, know, it's not a huge cameo like Kevin Bacon. Yeah, and, and the cop Trains. eating the donut that does the family crisis scene was in Billy Madison as Carl. That guy's in a lot of. He's movies. in over a hundred movies. That's insanity, right? Yeah, I saw that on his IMDb page too. Did a lot of IMDb today. Yeah, keep talking. Can't do it. Just... Please do, because I'm still looking up that check. <laughs> I don't know why it's taking so long. Uh, I'm I, immediately. Well, I stopped paying attention. I started like listening to you. Fine. I can't multitask. Well, I was going to ask you like two more questions that I yeah, have. please do. Well, I can't, because you're busy, apparently. No, I can listen. All right. Oh, wow. Kieran. Oh, my God. Kieran McCullen. McCulkin. No, Culkin, yeah. Holy shit! I told you, dude. I never, if I've never watched the credits of this movie, I just turn it off. Like you said, his little brother. I forgot Kieran was his little brother. He did not look like Fuller in this movie. No. Like they do not look like the same person at all. Yeah, I understand. It's he the hair like and the six, glasses. But Jesus, man, that's crazy. What are all the movies that Kevin watches? Is it this one? Oh no, that's. Holy shit. It literally shit. says Santa's Elf. Dude, Tracy McAllister is a smoke show. <laughs> oh, maybe not in that picture. But she is in this one. She's pretty hot for 43. <laughs> go back to our age question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I've already covered that one. <laughs> but yeah, the trivia question. Yeah, please do. All the movies that Kevin watches. What about it? What are they? Um, I'm pretty sure he just says that one, isn't it? He watches three different movies. Well, it's, uh, it's Filthy Angels. Angels with Filthy Souls. Yes. See, I had two of the words. Yeah, you were close. I'm so upset that that was only made for this movie. I just figured that because, out right now, looking through the IMDb. Because I want to watch Snakes, that so bad. Snakes is a credit in this movie. Yeah. So they didn't just, they made it for it. That's incredible. I know, because they really needed to make that movie. I would watch it. And there's two more. I don't know. Miracle on 34th Street, when he comes uh, down right before he realizes all his family's gone. I've actually never even seen that. And he's only eight years old, and we talked about him being really smart. But there's no way he's getting from the third floor to the kitchen in a house of 15 people, no matter how big it is, and not seeing somebody. That's true. And then he turns on the TV, it's Miracle on 34th Street. I mean, Street. he did wake up... Oh, he's, Sandra McCat. And he's got... Uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas when he's sitting there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, he did watch How the Grinch uh, Stole Christmas. All right, so I just found the elf from IMDb, Sandra McCat. She's a fox. Told you. First of all. She's in Home Alone too. Lady working the desk. That's outrageous. That's my guess. I have no she's idea. She's only been in, like, three movies. And both of them are Home Alone? Or two of them are Home Alone? Uh, and the third one had John Candy in it. Which one was that? Only the Lonely. Yeah, I've never seen that one. Yeah, neither have I. Uh, she played a stewardess. Oh, she's a flight attendant in uh, Home Alone 2. Also, while we're bringing up John Candy, 
love to I'm be just gonna in this. hold off. We can hold off then. Uh, no, you know what? Because there's so much I want to cover in this. We're 36 minutes into this. I'm not even editing this. You're gonna have to. I don't. Know. Oh yeah, that one. That one scene. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'll leave it. In. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, I truly believe that we should only watch movies, TV shows, play video games, and talk about board games that in- include characters named Gus. And we have a very good accidental uh, track record albeit, so far. But we have a very great track record so far because John Candy Gus plays, Polanski. Hey, plays Gus Polanski. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know any of his nicknames off your, off the top of your head? Oh, I can't remember them. Uh, <laughs> the Polka Express, I think. Or... <laughs> polka, polka, polka. <laughs> Dude, John Candy plays such a memorable role in this movie. Yeah. And the thing that he was on set for 23 hours and improvised everything. Like, that's literally it. Like, he started <laughs> at, like, his genius. noon and ended at, like, 11 o'clock the next morning. No, it was, like, six a- 7 a.m. to 6 a.m. That's insane. Yeah. He is... He was a master oh, yeah. of the craft. Oh, like, God, yeah. comedic genius, you know? He had the whole comedy thing just... Locked in, man. Yeah. And he also, played, and did he played you know, a character named Gus. Yeah. And Gus Polanski was kind of... Is that of, a riff on Roman Polanski? No. Yeah. It was actually an extension of Del Griffith. That's really? who the character was based off of. I can see it. Right? I, I can see it. <laughs> After yeah. I read that, I was like, oh. Where did yeah. you read that, IMDb? Uh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Because John Hughes worked on that one. He did. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize Home Alone was a John Hughes movie till last night. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. All right. Let's get to the meat and the, the, meat and the potatoes of this. Like, everything... I know everybody listening right now is on the edge of their seat. They're just like, when the fuck are they going to talk about, like, all the traps? What's your favorite? You want to get right into your favorite? Or I, you're working I, through all of them? Oh, man. I want to work through all of them. <laughs> I really do. Like, dude, there's every single one of them. I... I can't even choose which one's my favorite, and that seems like such a cop-out, but every one of them is so memorable, except for except for the paint cans. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. What? Yeah, That's probably know. one of the most memorable ones. It, it was as a kid, but like watching through it again last night, I was just like, actually, no, it was the Micro Machines. Right before the paint cans. Nice. Um, <laughs> dude, so... So... They keep coming back to the house. We covered this earlier, and Kevin keeps putting out more elaborate ruses to make it seem like everyone's still home. Oh, yeah. Before we skip that, you did say that you are super lonely. Is that going to be your Christmas party at your apartment in the next couple days or weeks? Are you going to put a bunch of mannequins and stuff around and tie some ropes to yourself so everybody's moving around, buy a train to put a stand-up on? That would be hella awkward because... Nobody listening knows this, but you do. Because you don't have any curtains. All of my blinds are always up. <laughs> so that would be really weird if I just had mannequins. Again, back to like the... <laughs> I wouldn't be upset <laughs> if okay. I drove by to come... Uh, now I would leave. Be like, oh, I'm having a Christmas party. I'd be like, sweet, man, I'll be there. And I'd pull up, and I'd see it, and I'd be like, why is somebody sitting in the window? 
And I'd look closer and I'd be like, nope. And I'd just pull, I'd back right out and leave. Dude, that's another thing that made me realize just how rich that family is. Who just has fucking mannequins down in the basement just sitting there for no reason? Like enough that he stages like a 15-person party with these mannequins, you know? So ridiculous. But he overhears them, him getting back into the car because Marv, uh, the tall, stupid one that's in um, City Slickers... I don't recall. Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. Yeah, Daniel Stern comes up and checks in the window and sees him setting up a tree. And that's kind of when he realize, they realize that he's home alone. And that's what he actually says. Yeah. He's home alone. The movie title. Anyways. So he goes back and Kevin goes to eavesdrop on them talking in the van. And he said, we'll come back at 9 o'clock tonight. So... Kevin goes, I think he goes and sees Santa Claus at that point. He goes to church, talks to Murphy uh, next door. Okay, that's wrong, but keep going. Marley, whatever. Marley. <laughs> you sure his name isn't Murphy? <laughs> Maybe it's Marley. And, and then goes home and booby traps the fuck out of his place. I love it. I love every second So <laughs> amazing. I tell you what, that was, between that and the Goonies... This was my inspiration just set to set up traps in the basement all the time when I was a little kid. Dude, I'd be tying rope to the door that would go up like and wrap under the, the water pipe. That would set off traps. Oh man, that was so good. But he starts by going outside and spraying water. Which spraying the hard upset, unless it's super cold, that's not gonna it's freeze not gonna in time. Freeze. No. Though we have no gauge on how cold it is. Maybe it's seven degrees out you know it could probably it could maybe freeze but not that slick whatever i'm not gonna pick this apart because this is a fucking classic movie i want to pick it apart just to surprise everybody with our scale later to be like almost perfect pretty much perfect it's perfect i'll i will overlook that fact right? i don't right? you know what shit. i mean <laughs> i love that he does the front walkway and the back walkway down the stairs to the basement yep that was incredible uh the bad guys do split up he has what is that thing that's I have no idea that's what's heating, heating up that, that door knob. No idea. Like I've never like as a kid, you just watch it and you're just like, okay, cool, yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> just and last the... night I was like, what is that thing? I have no idea. Even what that thinking is. back to like when I was little, I don't know that there's a purpose just for that the, thing at all. Just it, a giant glowing red like, like teardrop. Imagine if you took the the lampshade off of your lamp and that ring that goes up and over your light bulb was somehow glowing red hot and turning that that handle red hot oh yeah that was incredible i love the fact that joe pesci it takes him 20 minutes to even get to the front door <laughs> because of all the ice it, yeah and then he grabs the handle and does like nine backflips down the sidewalk <laughs> Back to the bottom. Hilarious. Yeah, so he's like, fuck this, going to the back door. Hilarious. I love Daniel Stern's character, Marv, oh. going, slipping and hitting every step <laughs> on the way down, on the way down to the basement. Yep. And then he can't stand up, because not only <laughs> did he ice the stairs, he iced the walkway like a fucking yeah. champ. Yeah, but then when he, like when he's down there and he starts slipping and then... You know, does the leg thing out yep. to stay up. Kicks his legs it. out. Yep. And then you just can't throw hard open, but it's already unlocked. Like, dude, I if, love if the fact. If it's that icy and the door's unlocked, don't go in there. I, 
that's what I was thinking. Dude, I realized, uh, did you realize that he was playing the character so frustrated that he actually missed the door jam and just split, he split the jam? Yeah. Which was awesome. And then he realized that the door was unlocked. He goes inside. I'm like, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Which comes to my favorite one. This is the iron. Oh, I love oh the iron. God. As a kid, because of the market leaves on his face, I assumed that the iron was on. Right? I don't know why, but thinking about it last night when I watched it, I'm like, oh, no, it just smokes him in the face. Yeah, but it could be on because, like, in the basement, like you were saying, where you set up your booby traps. If you watched it, there's an outlet. The end of the cord is set up to uh, the pull string of the light. Oh, okay. It's not, like, because I figured he, like, loosened up the light and was plugged in. And then when he pulled it, just everything came down. No, I watched it. I realized that last night when I watched it. I'm like, oh, man, I was stupid. Because that would have been fucking awesome. Oh, man. Actually, talking about this makes me think of another point that I want to bring up after. But he ends up tarring all of the steps into the basement. Puts a nail on one of them. Just a nail in the center. Love it. And Marv just fucking... That scene is so brutal watching it now because he slowly goes on it, but it doesn't show anything. He falls backwards, but for the rest of the movie, he can't step on it because he just skewered his fucking foot. Yeah. That's crazy. Also, can we talk about how awesome that scream is from Daniel Stern every time? (laughs) Dude, it's better than every one of Kevin McAllister's screams, whether it be from... The aftershave, which made no sense to me. Right in front of the van. It, almost getting smoked by the van. So I'm sure bad. there's more. Just running oh, around yeah. the house screaming. Uh, when he gets face-to-face with Murphy. or <laughs> man Marley. Marley, whatever his name is. You hear that? I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> ah! uh, the first time he goes into the basement with the, uh, the furnace. Oh, man. So he also sets up ornaments right outside the window that yeah. Marv saw him setting up the tree. We already missed the first one that he does, though. And it's not even really a booby trap. But when they come to the back door and he just shoots Joe Pesci in the nuts. Right <laughs> testicles. <laughs> Marv sticks his head through and he's like, hello. Like, <laughs> Dude, I forgot about forehead. that. Dude, he stuck that rifle, the airsoft rifle, right through the doggy door. An inch away I... from his ding-dong. <laughs> Dude, An inch. Dude, that was that may have been touching his ding-dong. <laughs> that, oh, dude, I forgot about that. Yeah, then This is making me happy. This is really fun, though. Um, so Daniel Stern ends up with his feet off, cause, or the shoes off because of the tar and the socks. Yeah. Then he's barefoot. The rest yeah. of the movie, those were not his feet. <laughs> those were, like, rubber... Um, not. Are we talking not, about on the tar scene? Yeah, on the tar scene. Like once he's barefoot, they actually put like rubber feet on his like rubber shoes that look like feet on his. Oh, that's crazy! And then the only time he took those off was to step on the ornaments. That sounds really counterproductive. <laughs> I don't know why you would do that. That that'd be the one time that I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm leaving no. these on. Yeah, he had them for running through the snow. And then he's like, oh, I'll take them off. So, he steps on the ornaments, meets up with Pesci, who just got blowtorched in the head. Once... No, it's when he looks like a chicken. Yeah, because... Oh, yeah. Well, what happens is he grabbed a handle. Yeah. Fell down the stairs, got pissed off. I'm going to the back door. In the front do- busted in the back door. Uh, opened it. Got blowtorched. Yeah. Busted down the door. Got tarred and feathered, basically. Oh, and meets yeah. back up with Marv. Yeah. 
They slip on the micro machines, get no, smoked with you the... Gotta, you're, you're skipping the like, two best lines. Alright, cover them. Why? Why are you... Why the hell are you barefoot? Why, the why are you are dressed you... like a chicken? Why the hell are you dressed like a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> then the next line was improvised by Macaulay Culkin. You guys done? Or are you, are thirsty? you thirsty for more? more? Yeah. Thirsty for more. Go get me one. Oh, it's your turn? So then you have the micro machines that they slip on. Hate it. And then you have the paint cans. And then you have just the wire across the hallway that coming running up the stairs, Joe Pesci smashes. But then Daniel Stern or Marv saw it, so he jumps over it. Yeah, and grabs then, his ankle. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, it's over. Oh, which reminds and me. And then you uh, have the tarantula. Uh, Kevin destroyed um, what's-his-face's room. Oh, I was going to just leave that blank until we got to the end. Well, this covers the tarantula. Well, yeah, good call. And then grabs the tarantula and puts it on his face. Yeah. Now, that was also an incredible scream. Apparently, that was... Oh, dude, that's he just opened his, just fucking thinking about He it. just opened his mouth to scream, is what I've heard. And then apparently, I've also heard that he put on Facebook that he actually screamed because the animal handlers told him that tarantulas don't have ears and it still wouldn't bite him and whatever. So it's either he did or he didn't. Mm-hmm. And it's both like, it's up in the air either way. And I haven't been able to figure out which one it is yet. I would like but, that to just be a mystery. I'm okay with that. Right? Yeah, yeah. So then we're upstairs and then he comes up flying across the... Into the treehouse. Yeah, zip, zip line. lines <laughs> into his fucking treehouse. Again. Yeah. Uh, going back to why I hate this family. <laughs> <laughs> For having a sweet treehouse? Sweet treehouse. Able to set up a zip line. <laughs> a treehouse that he can zip line to from his mansion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from the third floor. <laughs> Doesn't uh, Macaulay Culkin play Richie Rich at some point? Yes, he did. This is his. This is where he oh. first learned how to be a little rich kid. <laughs> right? <laughs> Dude, he's walking around in fucking robes. Mm. The whole movie, he's wearing a goddamn <laughs> robe. You know what? I always assumed when he was when I was a little kid that the bed he's sleeping in, that super ornate bed. Yeah. That it was, it, it was his parents' bed. But now I'm just assuming it's his. Like I'm assuming every kid in that family has a bed that's like a fucking a king, king size, size four poster bed. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I'm pretty sure it's his. <laughs> so he like he taunts him from across there. Uh, what's his Pesci's character goes climbing across instead of yeah, going through the how, Hell House or whatever he called yeah, it. Exactly. His fun house. <laughs> they start climbing across. They get halfway, and he pulls out hedge clippers. This kid is a sociopath. <laughs> dude <laughs> no he's just smart i mean yeah. i'll do the same thing yeah. like but that's some sadistic shit <laughs> but let's talk about how fucked he was if they did go back through because they knew where everything was yeah and they go out the back door and they one of them just climbs up i honestly think he would have had more time to go through with whatever he was going to be doing next like no if he crossed zipline cut it he would have more time to get down, go over to Marley's house, call the police. But he didn't go, he went to the... Oh, yeah, you remember he called the police earlier? That was a fucking smooth play. Oh, and yeah. He said, it, my name's something Marley. I've, I've got a robbery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Murphy's was one of the neighbors. Old man Marley's the one oh. with the shovel. That's why you're confused. That's why I'm confused. Yeah. Good shit. That's why I was thinking of Murphy. Yeah. Anyways, like, that was a brilliant play. Yeah, so then... But then, they don't know where he's gonna be. So he would just be in that house with all that water for nothing. That's true. 
So he gets him to come across, cuts it, jumps down from the treehouse, kind of looks at him and giggles, <laughs> and, like, runs away, so they still keep chasing him. Yeah. And then they finally outsmart him, and they're waiting for him at the top yeah. of the stairs. And I absolutely... He's like, they, he wants us to follow him. Finally, yeah. Finally outsmarted you, didn't we, pal? <laughs> and turns around to get murdered by Murphy. Yeah, but Marty. when they were filming that scene, Joe Pesci actually bit Macaulay Culkin's finger and he still has a scar. That's gross. I would, I would love that. That's I would love weird. to be able to tell that story. Did you see weird. that? Joe Pesci bit me. <laughs> like, I still want to be able to tell that story in my lifetime. <laughs> That's pretty great. And from here, the movie kind of dwindles down. Uh, they get arrested. The wet bandits get arrested. And uh, Macaulay Cogan goes to sleep. Kevin McAllister goes to sleep. Wakes up. Goes to see if his Christmas wish comes true. No one's home. He... But let's talk about, before we get there. Actually, no, I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah, yeah, because we can wrap around. Yeah. And he goes outside, and he looks around, he goes back inside. He's wearing his fucking pimp robe and he goes looks in his tree he sets up all these presents for his family and then his mom walks in and then all of a sudden the family walks in yeah but they're like chasing each other kind of around the house yeah 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 just, like oh he's just missing enough, each other yeah yeah and she sees the tree all set up and the stockings and everything yeah so, so they, she's like oh good he learned his lesson so they reunite <laughs> Yeah, the family shows back up, and you're like, oh, and they're good. like, oh yeah, it was just a fun time. I just hung around, yeah. blah blah blah. Doesn't right? want to let, like, but just lets you know that he cleaned the entire house, all the micro machines, yep. everything else is gone after the, they get arrested. Okay, but leads me to what I realized when uh, Marv was in the basement. Okay, there's no way he's getting tar off of those stairs. It's already dry though, so they wouldn't really notice. And none you're of, you're and not going to notice that there's tar on the stairs. And none of them go down there right away. I know. But I love how he doesn't say anything and he plays it off for the rest of the movie. And all I could think of in my head is this kid's getting fucking beat once they realize what happened. <laughs> when somebody goes in the basement. Like, why wouldn't you just say that? Right. There was a robbers. There were robbers. Yep. I almost got murdered. Yeah. And I went grocery shopping. I got fabric softener. I got milk. I got a TV dinner. Well, that's what he does say. And they go, who is this kid? <laughs> so then, from so, there, you go to the window, yeah. and he's looking out, because he kind of sees something through the window, and he goes over to look, and it's old man Marley with his son that he hasn't talked to in forever, his wife, and then the the granddaughter, and you're just like, after the huge conversation they had in the church of being like, I can't talk to him, we had a huge fight. Which was, he, the only reason he was at the church was to see his granddaughter singing in the choir. For singing. practice, because he couldn't be there for the real show. Because his son... Him and his son got into a fight, and, like, I watched that, and I was just like, man, that just started, like, that hit me in a whole different place. Like, being a little bit older that I am right now, mm -hmm. like, to imagine not talking to my dad in 15 years, and, you know, it, him being kind of not the one to, like, he's just, he's being by my wishes, you know? Yeah. And to not see me. Dude, that struck home, man. Right, that, that really did, and it was just like to see that scene at the end when Ke Kevin's like, "What do you have to lose? Just fucking, I mean, just do it, you yeah. know? Like, what's the worst that can happen? You're already not talking, and then they reunite at the end, man, dude. Like, I almost teared up. Like, so then you're that's powerful. Right after that, 
you have Buzz getting the last word in, like, Kevin, what did you do to my room? <laughs> so why did Kevin clean every single bit I of the, the house same thing. and take down all the booby traps <laughs> but leave Buzz's room just a mess? And Dude. I understand he's eight years old. Maybe he doesn't yeah. know how to put those shelves no, back together. No, he did fucking purpose. But he's I, like, fuck you, Buzz. Dude, I thought the same thing because I was thinking of questions to ask you tonight <laughs> and one of them was going to be like, really, he's going to just pretend like nothing happened and he cleaned everything because that crossed my mind too. But Buzz's room. It's like, you're a douchebag little brother. Alright, I didn't think of it that way. I yeah. thought he, like, cleaned everything up so everybody didn't know what happened and he didn't have to tell anybody. Yeah. But I like that way better. Just be like, oh my god. I feel like as soon as the movie ended and he, like, that happened, he gives that look like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, cause it's the, kind of like the, oh shit, I forgot, but oh shit, now I gotta tell everybody. Yeah. So I feel like Buzz comes back downstairs right after the credits start. And then Kevin's just gotta explain everything. That's yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> Alright, so we watched a movie. We watched a movie. And I just opened a full beer, so I'm we, just gonna drink it while you think of your scale. Unless you were smart enough this time to actually think of one. No, I already know. I know my scale. Oh good. Oh we have different ones. We probably do. But we covered the movie, mm-hmm. like you just said. There was also a video game that was released. Oh yeah, for Forgot, because I didn't go play it. This was released for the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo. Maybe Genesis? I don't know. I don't care that much. Fuck Sega. Hashtag, fuck Sega. Uh, anyways, I have the NES version of Home Alone, which the two dudes covered a couple years ago. That's like one of the first games I ever I ever purchased to play along with other people. Nice. To like put up a high score. The goal of the game, it's very simplistic. It's one screen... You're Kevin McAllister running through his house, picking up like booby traps, uh, setting traps, making chandeliers fall, basically anything you can do to disrupt the wet bandits from finding you. You can hide, uh, you can set up like toys on the ground, shit like that. The only like the whole point of this game is you have to last twenty minutes, like twenty in real life minutes. That sounds awful. It's really bad. This game is really bad, but I can't even begin to tell you how many times I've attempted to beat this game. Like, there was a week straight that I literally, I played it like 20 times a day. And how many times did you beat it? Never. (laughs) I got to, I lasted like 16 minutes. Like, several times. And it's, dude, the game gets so hard. So hard. And you feel like... 16 minutes feels like a huge fucking accomplishment, but I really want to beat this game no matter how shitty it is. <laughs> you should. I I should. It's like one of the only NES games I haven't sold yet. <laughs> so, like, maybe I should make a pact with myself to beat it by Christmas. But you know how it is when I make promises to you guys. I break them all the fucking time. Also, I want to cover... This movie has two sequels. Yeah. When I was a little kid... Actually, there's a Home Alone 4. Ugh, shut up. <laughs> so, I was when I was a little kid, uh, we're about the same age. Yep. We're like a year apart. Uh, this movie came out in 1999. Home Alone Lost in New York City. Or, 1990, sorry. Uh, came out in 92. Mm-hmm. I remember this movie would come on TV, like, all the time. Like, the one that we're talking about right now, the original, all the time. I'm six, seven, eight years old. I probably have seen Home Alone 2 like seven or eight times. 
in my whole life. I watched it like three times this year already. That's amazing. I want to know, and this is why I brought this up, which movie do you prefer? And I'll answer first, just because like I already have this thought out. Uh-huh. I love Home Alone 1, but I love Home Alone 2 so much more just because like i never got to see it as much as i did it was always like that that unicorn that was like maybe we'll rent it but it's never gonna be on (laughs) On tv TV. exactly like home alone one was always on tv like the times that home alone 2 was on tv it was like an event (laughs) like all right guys we're making popcorn we're melting butter in the popcorn and pouring it over the popcorn (sighs) so unhealthy and then pouring extra salt in there like molten butter over popcorn like oh dude that's how you know shit was getting real in my house (laughs) you know um so i i fucking love that movie i honestly wish that there was more weeks in december so that we could (laughs) cover that as well right but there's always next year there's always next year always next year which sucks if we're gonna do that then the year after that, 2018 is going to be real bad. Shut the fuck up, because we're not doing Home Alone 3. <laughs> Dude, I was so excited when Home Alone 3 got announced. I wasn't. And I got, well, I was also like 10. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, a new one. And then it's like a new kid, and he's got remote control cars. And yep. I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> yep. And I saw it in theaters. It was awful. Yeah, I didn't know. I wouldn't have gone that far. Yeah. So... For you? For me what? Which one? One or two? Oh, dude, the original. You like the original? I like the people who are in the second one more, like Tim Curry and everybody, but I like the first one better. You know what I like more about the second one is the the locations. Yeah, Trump Tower. Yeah. That's what you like? No, not Trump Tower, but like the gigantic toy store. I like when he goes and gets the doves to give to the bird lady. Ooh, good call. Central like, Park. And uh, then there's the a lot of feels in the second movie. Gotcha. And there's a lot of really great scenes. But again, I watched Home Alone. I've probably seen Home Alone more times than I've seen. Woo! That's hiccups, buddy. I've probably seen Home Alone more times than I've seen A Christmas Story. <laughs> and Boy, I, have you been living life wrong. And Well, the thing is, is I watched this movie all the time when I was, when I was a little kid. Like, in the middle of the summer... November, December, <laughs> December like 15 times. Like, I watched this movie a ton, and I never realized that until, like, two weeks ago when we decided to do this, that I may have watched this more than A Christmas Story. And this may be more of a Christmas movie for me than A Christmas Story. Gross. Because of that. I feel like a fucking heretic for saying that. We'll see how... Because I love A Christmas Story. I was going to say, we'll see if everybody agrees with you when they watch us watch it for 12, 12 hours, probably, because... Then eventually they'll have to do, you know, stuff with their families and things for nah, Christmas. Man. But I don't have plans to do shit on Christmas Eve or Christmas. I make the schedule at work. My, I'm going to make sure I have nothing to do. My mom was literally like, I think we're going to Mohegan Sun for Christmas. And I was like, all right. That <laughs> I'll, does I'll, keep, good. I'll keep track of that. That's thinking maybe Foxwoods. Right? I'll, I'll, I'll up, pencil Joe? that in. What's up, Joe? <laughs> Let's record. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the video that came out last year? That was, uh, um, it was like uh, Kevin McAllister as an adult. Oh, it was I, the I think, I, I, think I watched some of it, dude. And he's psychotic. Yeah, he like this is why wouldn't Kevin, he be? This is Kevin McAllister as like a re- what would happen to a real person? Like you get abandoned by your family, left behind twice, and he's 
absolutely unstable and yeah. he murders the person dude that's I mean, that makes incredible sense. what was it called i want to say it's drive along if you guys haven't seen it just google like uh kevin mckelster as an adult yeah kevin mckelster <laughs> as an adult i'm pretty sure it'll the pop video up tab. and it's gonna change your life what was the other thing uh, i just read that he still calls Catherine o'hara mom when he sees her that's awesome <laughs> do the same thing that's awesome <laughs> oh my god i love stuff like that if you were to rate this movie on a scale of zero to a bowl of broken we tree ornaments. Never use zero. It's always one. One's our lowest score. Oh, yeah. From one to a bowl of broken tree ornaments. Now, keep in mind, these aren't just like you're setting up a tree and, you, and one falls and breaks. No, like a burglar stepped no. on these and yeah, smashed these to little pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Is this as a Christmas movie, a movie as a whole... I, I want to start with a movie as a whole, because that's kind of, I think that's the progression that we use. A movie as a whole. Yeah. Man, I hope you have a different scale then. Keep going. I'm going to have to think of some. I did not think of more. Um, this is very easy. A movie as a whole. going to give it a 25 out of 27 broken Christmas ornaments. Damn. I love as it. As a whole? I love this Up movie. top, man. I will give you a high five for that. Hell yeah. So, are you, for you going back to me, or do I'm gonna I go get right all back, my I'm going to go back to you. Okay. So, I'm gonna, I want to be more surprised, and I want you to be surprised for okay. the scales I give. Sure. So, I thought of this one earlier, and it's a quick little thing that is said towards the beginning of the movie while they're packing. Okay. Because Kevin was in the garage playing with something. I forget what the mom says. but he's, Scissors, he, probably. No, but he was given that look like... <laughs> it was something with fire, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because he goes, did I burn the house down? I don't think so. That's pretty funny. Right? Just in yeah. a sassy, pre-packing, like, pre-Home Alone self. But, I just realized Buzz had Playboys, too. Yeah. That was a crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back to what you are saying. But, yeah, right? Buzz, <laughs> that, was, that was your great. girlfriend. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> That's great. The only thing I have to do to match up our audio is that wolf. <laughs> That's great. I, I, I'll say, if anything, we got pretty, pretty close. <laughs> what was that? One oh six. Beautiful. But yeah. Um. So right after that, though, he says he's making Christmas ornaments. He's making hooks, and I he can't this. use fish hooks with the fish guts on them. Yeah. So how many from one to a bowl? Of your dad's new fish hooks, is this movie worth as an overall movie? Uh, in general, yeah. Dude, this this movie's got everything. It's got adventure. It's got booby traps. It's got nostalgia. It's got the legs to stand on its own in a movie today. Well, like, like you just said, you. Watch this movie in July. Yeah. You can watch this anytime. But I'm also the kind of guy, like, unironically, who listens to Christmas music in July. I was going to say, who puts up their Christmas tree before Halloween? Yeah. I just, I mean, I love this time of the year. I would give this movie 26 new daddy fish eggs. Nice. For you, as a Christmas movie, as a whole... You know, the movies you see watching this season. Uh, you watched Ernest Saves Christmas first. <laughs> so good. Yeah, but I've been watching A Christmas Story since October. That's very true. And you're going to give me shit for my tree? Yeah. Whatever. It's different. 
On a scale of one to a bowl of toothbrushes. Ooh. Are they ADA approved? They are ADA approved. Okay. At least the cash register said they were. Okay. How many ADA approved toothbrushes do you give this movie as a Christmas tale? As a Christmas tale, I will give it. Ooh, that's hard to do. Hold on. I know because it's got it's got. Well, it's gonna, I had a really good point, mm-hmm. and then I was like, no, I can't. I can't use that as a good point. Because if you ask me the same thing for a Christmas story, I'll give it a perfect score across the board. And then mm-hmm. I can't use this same. Because what I was just going to say is because it like it doesn't even have a real Santa Claus. So that kind of bumps it down. But then a Christmas story doesn't have a real Santa Claus. You know what? You I was going to say that, by the amount of time Santa Claus is in the movie. And then I would have to say, shit, it's Ernest Hayes Christmas. is the best Christmas movie ever made because he's in almost every scene and it's the real Santa. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. You just said that and it made me think of another thing that I really wanted to bring up. You say that the real Santa Claus isn't in here, and I think that this leads to one of the best quotes from this movie. Kevin goes, I know you're not the real Santa Claus. I know how this works. You work for him? You work for him. Can you let him know? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And I thought that was brilliant, because he's like, I know you're not the real one. I know how this works. And then it goes into this complete kid naivety, you know? It was it was perfect. Okay, it was like, great. You do work for him though. You're right. I did love that. That was great. Yeah. So I was gonna say about the like the amount of time you see Santa, and I was like, no, nope, that's not gonna work. Yeah. Um. But this movie is set around Christmas time by a couple of days. Yeah. Um, it culminates on. They Christmas say Day. Christmas a lot, and it yeah the like finale the climax is on not even the climax like that post climax bullshit that movie seemed to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know why no movie ever ends on the climax. They got arrested. Yeah. End it. <laughs> yeah. Who cares if he gets his family back? That's amazing. <laughs> like, because I'd love to leave the movie theater if I saw this in theaters and be like, did that kid get back with his family? Just leave it fucking open. I love it. And then number two opens with them reuniting. No. And then going on a trip to New York no. and somehow leaving him behind again. No. Dude, that would be brilliant. That's why you always have something after the credits. They'd be, oh yeah, stinger. They all get they all get come home after the credits. Yeah, but as a Christmas movie, I'll give this a twenty six out of twenty seven because it's the movie I watch second most during the season. Interesting. So, uh, sugar, for you on a ridiculously huge bowl level, from one to a bowl. How would you rate this as a Christmas movie? In from one to a bowl in microwave dinners. Oh, I love me some microwave dinners. <laughs> Is there a certain kind of microwave dinner? Yeah, Kraft macaroni and cheese, just no. like he buys. That's the one he, he buys. Buy Kraft. Yes, he does. Nope. Oh boy, does We can go back and watch this. We don't need to watch it, because I'm going to have all these nice people answer when we tell them all the ways they can contact us. You better have fucking sources. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, 23. 23 out of... I will give this 23 out of a bowl, and there's a couple reasons why I said I can watch this anytime. I think the only thing that makes this a Christmas movie is the snow 
and the fact that Santa's in like two scenes. This movie, this this could happen any time of the year. Yeah, really. It, any holiday, any time. But well, it couldn't. It couldn't. It couldn't. Like, but even the, the whole neighborhood, the whole neighborhood went away for the holidays. Yeah, but the Wet Bandits mm. are. There's only three houses that went away. If you I pay, I amend my decision. Twenty five. Okay. Because if you pay attention, I think it's closer to a Christmas story than I think it is. The uh, Wet Bandits even say. These are the people who are leaving. And he sitting in the van and he goes, six, six, seven, other uh, Christmas lights. lights are on now. Yeah. And then this house now. And then, yeah. bam. Okay. So, like, all things considered, I think it's more of a Christmas movie than I think. But this is also a story that could really happen anytime. True. If, uh, if a burglar were to do this kind of thing. The thing is, is like... There's Christmas things injected into it. It doesn't necessarily have to be a Christmas movie, but it is my favorite Christmas movie because it is a Christmas movie. Yeah. So. Nice. Yep. So I guess I'll ask you one more question. Sure. Marv and Harry as a duo. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> Which I didn't even think about asking you until like Dude, today. I was... Like when you walked in and I was sitting there watching it again and I was like, oh shit, I gotta ask him because they're a duo. Dude, like... <laughs> Like, literally three minutes ago, I was thinking about Dumb and Dumber again, because I'm thinking about our next episode, and, like, I'm trying to fit in where we're going to do Dumb and Dumber in the future, and duos popped into my head. I'm so happy you just said that. (laughs) So, as a duo, where do Harry and Marv rank on a scale of one to a bowl of robbed houses with the water left on. <laughs> oh, can you imagine if Gus is actually part of this fucking Gus is a part of this uh this bandit team and he's just stuffing the sinks with his socks from planes, trains and automobiles. Okay. That's a huge jump. That's a huge jump. That is a weird connection. Yeah. Cuz I was like he said Gus and I was like, "Hmm." <laughs> The guy we know? No, Del. Hmm, Del Griffith? We're playing as Gus? <laughs> well, here's the weird thing, and I almost asked you completely random to try to throw you off. Yeah. Is how many little jerks from one to a bowl? Because in the original <laughs> script, Frank. it was Uncle Frank's idea to rob their house while they were gone. Get the fuck out of in here. In the original script, that's is how there, it was like, set up. Is there an original script that you can read? I don't know. Oh, we should look Somewhere. Uh, listeners, let us know. Oh. <sighs> Okay, so I do have a ranking for this, and I don't want this to reflect on how awesome I think these guys are, because I think they're awesome, uh-huh. but they're a sh- super shitty duo. You think they're a bad duo? They're an awful duo. Okay. Like, honestly, the two of them together, they should have died at one point. Like, <laughs> They should be dead. They should they're, be dead. They're a pr- okay, they're a pretty bad team. They're an awful team, and they should be dead. I love them as a duo, and like... On concept alone, and how much I love them, they're a 27. Okay. But them actually, as a duo, they're like a 13. A 13? They are a 13. Dude, that's a 48%. I love how you had your calculator pop. I'm up. always ready to go when we come to scales. Cause... Dude, I'll give them an F all day. I'm not even amending that. I think <laughs> that's literally where they should be. <laughs> it's not... super fair. If not, maybe a little lower. That's <laughs> super fair. Actually, <laughs> now that we bring up some good points. <laughs> I did not even think of a scale for that. Where would you place them? 
uh, same scale. Yeah, I, uh, well, here's, scale, here's the thing. I, I got one. Okay. I was going to say, because I, I gave you a scale of 1 to 27, broken into houses with the water left running. <laughs> I should have said, on a scale of 1 to 27, at which house number do you think they got caught at? That's so amazing. I think the Murphys were house 13. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> they got that caught. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh Mine is on a scale from 1 to 27, Nails on the Stair. <laughs> How would you rate this duo? I'm going to amend that a little bit. Okay. Just because it was the one nail, and if there was 27 nails, somebody would have noticed that. Maybe. So I mean, it was dark down there. We're going to no say... Light. It was, the light was uh, an iron. True. But we're going to say <laughs> his foot is 27 millimeters wide. So as a duo, they went, um, no, that's way too high. They went. <laughs> I like how you started saying to and you're like, no. Well, I'm trying to, I no, fuck I'm doing, going through so many things in my mind right now. They, as a duo, rate as a, a 15 millimeter out of a bowl deep. That's got to be like a 53. I'm yeah. not even it's looking not, at that. I think that's not a gonna be, It's not going to be much better than yours, but it's a little bit better than That yours. is a little bit better than mine. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm not saying they're perfect by any means. How much did you enjoy this movie, coming back to it? Dude, now, now, we don't even need a scale. Movie. I love this movie. Like, I will come back to it next year. I'll come back to it in a couple weeks. I have a couple hours left to watch it on my rental. I might watch the rest yeah. of it. Because I, I was in the middle of it, and we didn't finish it. I have it rented on my PS4. Yeah. I think I've so gotten to, like, tomorrow to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that wouldn't amped. bother me. I'm, like, this close to renting number two. Yeah, it's December. Just, I'll just, keep watching it. Just to fucking watch it, man. <laughs> Christmas movies are the best movies you can watch. Oh, yeah. Well, I, there, there's, like, horror movies, but I'll watch a horror movie anytime. I love to save Christmas movies, or what are classified as Christmas movies, for Christmas, or December. Hold on. The last week of November, you, besides A Christmas Story. You literally just brought up something that, uh, you just mixed two genres, kind of, you mentioned two. Did I watch The Krampus with you? Yes, we did go see Krampus. That was the worst <laughs> that movie was I've awful. ever seen. That was awful. <laughs> can't, I can't place that in either genre. <laughs> Dude, that was the worst movie I've ever seen. I was, I'm pissed we paid money for that. I've seen a lot of movies. But it was the first time I got to sit in those big comfy chairs at the mall. <laughs> That's the only plus. Dude, I couldn't remember if we saw that together or if I saw it with someone else. But that's the worst movie I've ever seen. The movie was shit. Holy shit, man. And I love the idea of Krampus. The American Dad yeah. episode of Krampus? Yeah. Awesome. Oh my god. Somebody who's gonna come and chain children and beat the fuck out of them, basically. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Somebody needs to be Dude, Krampus. They had a lot of they had a lot of ways that that movie could have been awesome, but they fucked up every one of them. Yeah, well, because Krampus was the size of a fucking tank. Yeah, and and he, and he looked like a, like a snake with a, a human face attached to it. You know, it was just stupid. What I did love about with that movie, goat though, legs. what I did love about the movie. Was, yes, don't even finish no, this. No, I have to. Was Ugh. the end when everybody goes back to their normal life but is stuck in the They're snow globe. They're in a snow globe. That was fucking cool. Ugh. If they had made that... We are on opposite sides. If they had this. made the rest of the movie better, I oh, think you would have enjoyed that last part. I wouldn't have. Oh, yeah? No. So, I thought that was the, one of the stupidest parts of the movie. So, on a scale... 
of one to twenty on um, one to a bowl of no, snow globes. No, because we're the doing Krampus. the Krampus. Rate no. the Krampus. Nope, we're saving that for the Krampus episode. I'm not doing it next Krampus year. Episode. We're doing Krampus next year. That's not a promise. Mark in your calendar. That's a guys. promise we're breaking. Breaking. I'll break it now. <laughs> I'll dis- never shit through. Sit, yeah, I'll never shit through that movie again. <laughs> that is a December promise that we're breaking right away. All right, let's get, All right, let's man. close this thing out. Yeah, that's let's wrap this up, guys. Thank you for bearing with us for an extra long episode. I'm not even, dude. I'm not even cutting this down. Like you're gonna I, have to a little. Uh, only if you're if your mic unsynced. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but that's all I'm doing. Legit. Nice. Guys, we're gonna wrap this down. And do uh, we have a surprise for you? We do have a surprise for you. We have a couple surprises for you. Do what you normally do to talk to us. Hit us up on Nerdy Thursday, at Nerdy Thursday on Twitter. Talk to us on the um, Facebook page. We have a Facebook group we do. that we're starting to work on. We've had that for a while. We just haven't really sent you guys any invites. Just type in Nerdy Thursday. It's a group with like five people on it right now. Well, I think there's nine of us. Well, by next week, there's going to be 4,000. Let's hope That's we are on for all of the millions and the millions of we're, our loyal listeners. We're on the Snapchat for Nerdy Thursday. We yeah, have we don't an use Instagram. That. <laughs> no, add us. When we send it out, it's usually pretty good. Yeah, we are on Instagram uh, Nerdy underscore Thursday. Did you see what happened today? And I'm gonna tell this one more time. And we are sorry if this guy starts listening to us. I think he does we're, listen. I to think us. he does. I think he knows. And I he, think the only time he likes any of our pictures on Instagram is when, when we mention him. him. So fuck this guy. But. <laughs> He liked us. He liked us. He commented us. us, And he followed us on Instagram. (laughs) Dude, give us that. We'll switch ours for you and you can add variety at the end. Dude, we'll shout you out with every single one of our posts. (laughs) We are glad that you, you know, have the same mind wave as we do to come out with cool shit on Thursdays. I want to know what he's doing to see our posts coming up. Because he's liked several of our stuff. Is he just like random, too. Is he just, like, every day just typing in, like, nerdy underscore Thursday? Because he's not just happening across us. I think he does. I think he's, like, going out of his way. No, because like the one he that... liked today was from like two Today's weeks ago. Yeah, it was from weeks ago. <laughs> so this motherfucker's going out of his way to troll us. <laughs> like I said, I think it's when he pops into an episode and we talk about Son it. Son of a bitch. Hopefully he does the same. Hopefully he wouldn't like, they do a variety show and they're like, hey, follow us on Instagram, Nerdy Thursday. Not those assholes at Nerdy <laughs> underscore Thursday. I'd be like, this is perfect. Dude, I'm tempted to like, listen to one episode next don't, week. No, it's not a podcast. You actually have to go... To like, it's a show. It's a real show that you have to go watch. Oh, fuck them, man. Yeah. They're I don't, like, I don't yeah. know. I kind of want to fly to California and go watch one and be like, like give me your Instagram. <laughs> like, <laughs> when they ask for improvisations. Fuck it, I'll do it. I'll come with you. It would be hilarious. We'll come with you. We'll stop at Tad Podcast. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's a real quick, I was going to segue from Home Alone 2 into this, but this is, uh, this is me committing to this. Oh, boy. What was the most iconic part of Home Alone 2? Talk boy. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Talk boy. <laughs> I was gonna say we're the, getting a talk boy, and the, we're sending it to Tadpog. The most, the most iconic thing now, though, from Nerdy Thursday, uh, is Trump Tower. Trump. Yeah. No, yeah. but it's is Trump, and this was the greatest video I've ever seen on the internet. <laughs> it makes me so upset to have to say this, but um, when Kevin McAllister walks up to Trump and he goes, "Excuse me, sir, where's the lobby? Where's the lobby?" and yeah. he goes right down the hall to the left and grab him by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> like whoever t- 
that all together. I'm pretty Dude. sure you shared that or commented me in that. I and think I, I sent it to our Dirty Thursday. Like that's probably chat what we still it was, use. Yeah. <laughs> I was in tears watching that. I was like, listen. <laughs> I know everybody's really upset about him saying that and everything, but tying those two together, I was in tears. I was oh, laughing man. so hard. I'm actually going to wrap around to what you just said in a few. Let's jump back into our outro, our plugs. So you covered Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Instagram Snapchat. Snapchat, which, guys, whatever, follow it, whatever. <laughs> Do you want to cover the next part? Do I want to cover the next part? I think you should, because I, I, I take over so much. It happens. Yeah, it's just, it's, everybody's used to the outro. I guess so. so. That's why I try to steal it, and so when they hear this last part, they know that it's real and it's coming from you. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we just set up a telephone number for Nerdy Thursday, and it is four one three four one eight zero zero seven six. It is four one three four one eight zero zero SM. Call you- it. And dear God, leave a voicemail. We don't care what you say, how you say it. It's going to be bad. It's going to be good. We have a little hint because it transcribes what you say. But other than Not that, too much. it is going to be listened to as soon as we get it. We hope. That's another promise we'll break. And we're going to put it right in the middle of our podcast. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I can say... I'm pretty open to anything, but really, uh, we got a lot of listeners. Racist stuff, um, you like super derogatory stuff, like, I'm, I'm just going to, like, block your number. No, like, yeah, no. If you do stuff like that, like, I, I I have a super low tolerance for that. Like, it's it's one thing for us to be sitting here joking around, but if you're going to call in and do stuff like that, please don't. Like, we want this to be fun. Have fun with us. Use the language we use. Well, like, that's the thing. The time, I, you know, I said say whatever you want. Yeah. But we'll block you in a heartbeat. We don't care. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I can just I exactly. edit this. <laughs> I yeah. edit this. We'll I'll edit cut you your out shit out, and... and you'll never call us again. <laughs> <laughs> but we love you. Keep calling. <laughs> love you guys. Um, so I mean, this is just to increase our interactivity with you guys. So hopefully, you guys have as much fun with this as we do. As I always say. And uh, next week, you know what we're covering? You know what we're covering. I know what we're covering. Me we're... too. It's December 15th. We're covering the first episode, or first and second, I'm not quite sure, of South Park. Oh. This is going to be a new series. Weird. Were you going somewhere else? No, it's December 15th. Yeah. I thought we were talking all things marijuana. What? Well, that was going to be a surprise once the episode <laughs> oh, started. Well, we already talked about it. <laughs> I cut that out last week. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about South Park, which may morph into its own thing. Who knows? But we're going to go back to the very beginning of South Park and have some fun with that. So, uh, that reminds me of one of my favorite scenes from this year. When he, when um, Garrison is up there and he's afraid that he's going to win and he starts talking about grabbing people by their pussy and the chicks start to leave and he's like oh that's where you draw the line i can talk all the racist stuff i want but once i talk about grabbing you by the pussy you're out okay fuck you (laughs) dude i died so i I I could say i'm gonna fuck them all to death but that's when you're gonna leave (laughs) dude it's funny here, Guys, if, if you're going to give that away, yeah. there's definitely several things throughout South Park I can't wait to figure out when it happened. Because there was a huge gap, and I just kind of like jump around on Hulu and stuff. I do. When does Kenny stop dying? 
When does Mr. Garrison no longer have something in his hand or on his hand that he talks through? I don't know. I can't wait to answer these questions I, I've as never, we start this adventure. I've never taken South Park and done it from the beginning and just watched through. Like, honestly, this season of South Park is the first time I've ever watched South Park well, last, without was, skipping to other seasons I think it was in between episodes. Last season, continuity actually started. Or continuities actually started. Yeah, yeah. With, give it the, away, the line, Stan yeah. Marsh being Lord. Yeah. God, that <laughs> like, was so I don't even I think that was the first like thing, I'm pretty sure that was last season and when they started continuity. Guys, if you like South Park, take this journey with us. You're gonna need to. Yeah, you're gonna need to. This is gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna start with episode one slash maybe two. When don't we, know. Maybe just one. When we I don't get know. when we get through the first season, maybe look for a podcast coming out on Tuesdays. Yeah. We're not sure yet. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I think that's going to be taking over the third Thursday, second Thursday, third, I don't know. Third-ish Thursday. Whatever. Guys, thank you for taking this journey with us. And also, our wonderful theme song is by uh, Breakfast.bandcamp.com. He is GlitchCat7 on Twitch. Follow him. He's got, oh, man, he's blown up in like the past year and a half. Like I remember he's welcome. I, I was watching him. <laughs> Dude, I was watching him when he had like seven people watching him on Twitch. He's regularly got like over a hundred people watching him. And you break all them records and you'd be that fucking awesome. Dude, it's gonna he's, happen. He's that entertaining. He plays music on his streams. He he runs people's levels in Mario Maker. He does he's got a Mario World hack coming out named after him. That's awesome. Yeah, super glitch world. Like that's fucking that's, that's mind blowing. This is in a year and a half. Like That's all it takes. Not even that. It was last November. Nice. So this guy's blown up. Go give him a follow. He's awesome. The theme song is one of my favorite songs of all time. It's just in my mind all the time. Literally after we crack beers, I'm singing that. Maybe I'll put that out as the actual song at one point, but whatever. Until next Thursday. Whoa, pal. Our logo logos are always done. Brian Betts. By Brian Betts. You're the man. Sorry, I didn't forget <laughs> you. I'm just so excited. <laughs> We're just super, super excited. Um, Anybody yeah. else? Anybody no, else that I no, but Brian I Glitch, I love you guys. I don't like to tell Brian how to do his job because he does such a fantastic job. But for next Thursday, if we're not South Park characters, <laughs> I'll be kind of upset. Dude, if I'm a South Park character, new profile picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Dawn, dude, and, I, and I'm never changing it until I change not, it. I'm not going to be upset <laughs> just because that's the only thing I want. And it can be super creative. Like, yeah. picture us as the Canadians, like. Like Terrence yeah. and Philip, the way dude, they do you're that. Just a, you're just a reskin of Cartman. Dude, it's going to be amazing. I can't <laughs> wait to see if he does that with what he puts together. That's fucking awesome. Also, he's got a whole week, so. Guys. Wink, wink. You are awesome. Thank you for listening. As always, hit us up on iTunes. Subscribe. Review. Uh, share us around on Twitter. Share and like. Just tell people about, uh, about us. Like, we just want to we wanna entertain as many people as we can. Until next Thursday. Keep it nerdy. Look what you did, you little jerk. In 1952, the world was a darker place. There were only six days in the week, not seven like we know today. And everybody walked around wearing clothes that were painted gray. And they were sad almost all the time. Yeah, they were. And back in 1952, there were six days in could never know which day was the one for you, but I do.
five, somebody became alive and they had a great idea to make a brand new day. It was called Nerdy Thursday and it was a day for all the people across the world who played D&D and Magic the Gathering and had land parties and it was their very own day for them. The world was big and cruel and cold and gray and sad. But Nerdy Thursday came up and made everybody glad Because after that they had a whole lot more stuff to do with their minds And they left the gray old square world behind Nerdy Thursday, you're the 